0: in Season, where we explore the farms, gardens, and wild spaces of the Lower Columbia Pacific region. I am one of your hosts, Teresa Retzloff.
1: And I'm Jessica Schleif, and we're here today on Giving Tuesday. Giving
0: Tuesday. And we were inspired by Giving Tuesday to bring a topic that's kind of seasonal in some yep. ways. Yeah, um, we're, we're, we're approaching the um, uh, holiday season, and many people are thinking about gift giving. And
1: we're thinking about the things
0: that we love in our garden world absolutely so gifts for gardeners was kind of our theme today you know if you have a gardener in your life or a farmer in your life or someone who likes to be out in the in the wild world
1: or like, someone that's thinking, gosh, I would
0: really like to connect more with my uh-huh. small patch of the natural world. Absolutely. There are so many gifts. I mean, we, we started talking about, like, well, what would I really love to be given as a, as a gardener? For and it was like, oh my God, my list is like two miles long. So I'm um, just, I mean, and of course we both brought in a stack of books. Because yeah, because we're, we're, book, we're yeah. book people. <laughs> we're book
1: heavy here.
0: <laughs> okay. But books are a great way to start um, gift giving for someone, especially if they're a new gardener, if they're someone who's just maybe moved to the area a
1: way to spark ideas mm-hmm. um, a way to be experiencing some garden
0: energy at the times when maybe the weather isn't as cooperative absolutely. as it absolutely books can be so inspiring i would say probably the one that we talk about the most on the show and and again if you're yeah. like a, if you're a new gardener to the area or even if you're an older gardener and you don't have I this book i feel like
1: i've brought this guide <laughs> it's, up it's it's like the five maritime northwest
0: times. garden guide it's produced uh, yeah. by Seattle Tilth it is probably it's. I mean, it's this the is. Bible. The, it really is, and it is a thin book. It's like a. It's like a large, thick magazine. It's shape. made
1: specifically for this area.
0: Absolutely, and it's just like a month-by-month guide to like things to do in the garden every month of the mm-hmm. year. And I. I still refer to this a lot.
1: I refer to it every. Season.
0: A, and I yeah. think
1: the more seasons that I am vegetable gardening, mm-hmm. the more it makes sense.
0: Absolutely. And it's not just vegetables, it's flowers as well. Yep. And it has great little tips about making compost and, you know, pollinator Recipes, habitat, all kinds uh, of stuff. So, chive vinegar. Absolutely. So that is like, I think probably like if I only had one garden I book, I would probably it, have that one. Uh,
1: that one specifically for me, yes, there's great ideas. Um, it has some science, but the dates. Yeah,
0: when to do like what? What
1: having those dates mm-hmm. and, and being able to look at those different dates and either have the feeling of, "Ooh, I'm on this,"
0: yeah, I'm already doing this, or,
1: "Oh, okay, there's some I gotta else get I that could in be the be yeah. <laughs> That's a good one too.
0: I, I find it funny. The other one that we both brought in is the yeah. um we <laughs> pohjars. <laughs> it's the the plants of the Pacific Northwest coast. Um, Washington,
1: Oregon, British Columbia. And it's on the Elastic, Pojar Arm yeah. M- McKinnon Lone Pine Press. It's a
0: beautiful guide to native plants of our area. And if you have somebody who, again, is maybe new to the area, maybe they like to go out and hike in the woods. They're curious about the plants that are out there. They want to know what's in the natural world around them. It's a beautiful guide, really good pictures, a lot of, like, really interesting ethnobotany in here. Mm -hmm. So, like, how plants were traditionally used by indigenous people in the area. Really
1: extensive keys Mm -hmm. to help you with your identification. It's
0: it's a really great, great book. Small
1: color photographs.
0: Mhm. Yeah,
1: th- this is probably my go-to for hiking um, being out in the yeah. natural world and wanting to identify.
0: And, and it's small enough. Your b- wow. Your book is just beaten up.
1: I know. And it has, I just love. <laughs> How many when times
0: I- have you dropped that in water?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and, uh, you know, the thing Taking I love it
2: about on it. Rainy hikes. Yeah, basically. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Taking it on rainy hikes and then pressing things in it. I oh, love yeah. it when I find <laughs> things and can stick a little leaf in here and, and press it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's a, that's a really great one too. I think that's such a great book. And I love inspirational books too. Um, ones that kind of i mean i'm I'm a big one for sort of eye candy and things that I may never actually do that, but I love to yeah. look at pictures of it and um, i' on i
1: go yeah, ahead, no you no you tell in me that what's... i'm thinking about anna Pavard, uh Pavard's, uh the new kitchen garden oh yeah. On d k press that's uh, a really beautiful it's an old book, but it's one that I go to over and over again mm-hmm. for inspiration laying out um Vegetable gardens within smaller spaces, mm-hmm. yeah. within your home garden space, and how to think about working fruits and vegetables and herbs all together with ornamental yeah. plants.
0: And we're talking eye candy. I know. I So so the eye candy book that I brought in, and there's another one coming out by the same author really soon, um, it's called The Cut Flower Garden um, by Aaron Benzakian yeah, with looks... Julie Chai. It's so beautiful. If you like to grow flowers... Um, this is such a beautiful book. Erin uh, is a flower farmer up in Washington State, and it's just very inspirational. goes through different things to do, crop by crop, a mm-hmm. lot of the flowers that grow well in the Pacific Northwest. She's got a new book coming out called A Year in Flowers, I think, which is like a kind of a seasonal through yeah. the year. It's, and they're just like, I mean, super eye candy, beautiful pictures, but also but good, also, like, good what's solid blooming? information. Yeah, yeah, like
1: what's blooming at different times of the season. I was and... thinking like one
0: of the best eye candy books I was ever given, um, uh, pe- my husband Patty like he gave it to me for, and I asked for it, but it was, I feel sort of shameless even saying it, but it's this huge picture book, and it's like by, uh by, by Prince Charles.
1: <laughs> oh, I have that. Oh, oh I have that, that farm book. And oh, I, I client and gifted me like, that, and oh, I thought, oh my gosh. And it's
0: just beautiful photographs of his estate in Cornwall, and I think the one that he has up in Scotland, and it's just ridiculous. I mean, it does have good photos of all of his staff, and acknowledges that there's like stuff, but there's these beautiful photos of like Prince Charles, like pretending to garden and do things, and <laughs> it's just.
1: gardening, too. He, well, he cares. He about does. organic I know. gardening. He does,
0: but but still. <laughs> I love how on. that
1: made the sound level go up. <laughs> I know. He really, the he, royals. Yeah, <laughs> but,
0: but the pictures are, I mean, are ridiculous, but also very beautiful. And I think it's fun to be inspired. Sometimes you have to have big dreams and yeah. big ideas and I would never... I could never do some things on those scales. But you can look at it and go, oh, hey, that'd be kind of cool to do on a smaller scale in no, my garden. No, and look at some of the cultural
1: practices. Yeah, some of that the ways putting... that you like
0: the trellises they were making for sweet peas and using all the twigs yeah. to, to prop up plants. I'm like, I got twigs. I yeah. could do that, too. Maybe they're not royal twigs, but, you know. So I feel like there's some really great things there.
1: Oh, that's funny you bring that one up. On a more... Oh, it uh, looks like maybe Graham hey, has something to Graham,
2: say. Graham, bring yeah, something in here. Bruce just uh, brought in a thank you to Jacob in Astoria. Thank you, Jacob. He says, KMUN and KCPB are two of Astoria's most important treasures.
0: They really thank you, Jacob. are. And I just, yeah, I feel like we should take a moment to just like, as we're talking about gifts and giving, this is Giving Tuesday. And <laughs> here at Coast Community Radio, um, we have a, a, a goal of can we say the goal? Is there a goal? Yeah, $12,000. $12,000 oh, okay. okay. that we are okay. raising um, from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. today. And we're we're asking for you to call 503-325-0010 and pledge some support, make a gift to Coast Community Radio. I mean, that's a great gift to give any time of year, this time of year it's especially. It's a gift to the community it in is addition a gift. to
1: whoever you were you could gift in someone's name that's absolutely
0: true, yes. and i feel like this i mean i think about the opportunity that this radio gives jessica and i to share gardening knowledge and and knowledge about the wild spaces and knowledge about farming and and invite guests to come on and share their information that's an opportunity that exists simply because coast community coast community radio exists mm-hmm. and for me, that is so wonderful to be able to connect with a, with a wider world of people out there in our region and talk about these things. So that's a huge gift. And I really encourage you to call in and support um, Coast Community Radio today on Giving Tuesday. I know.
2: You know, there's a lot of ways to be generous besides just money. And so I want to point to the generosity of you both coming in as volunteers and giving your time and giving your expertise uh, you know, every it's every other week. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it's all year round. You know, it's not just on Giving Tuesday or it's not just a one off thing. But Teresa and Jessica and almost all of our volunteer operators, you know, they show up week after week and give of their time. And that is generosity, too. Yeah. And so, you know, there's there's so many ways to be generous other than just money Um and so not to talk you out of making a donation. No, to the no, absolutely <laughs> not. But uh, it is an open invitation to come absolutely. and volunteer. You know, yeah. um, there's lots there, of ways to help out around are, the station. And not and just and within
1: the station. I know that I, I've put a small amount of energy into volunteering on the grounds here. Yeah, yeah. And that is always that. a possibility for a way to give to the radio station. Um, help beat back the ivy. Yes, and our, help, keep up
2: and, and participate in, in the Elm green world and yeah. KMUN. Leaves absolutely. The, and, and yesterday... One of our front desk volunteers, Christian, who's new and he's going to be taking the radio class in January, he saw me raking some leaves. He's like, hey, can I, can I do that? I'd, yeah. I'd like to do that. And he's like, but I need to answer the phones, right? And I was like, no, no, we can answer the phones if you want to rake. Please, by all means, go rake the... And he said, you know, I like raking because it's like giving the earth a back scratch. Oh, (laughs) Oh,
0: nice.
2: Pretty good, right? That's
1: really good. Oh, that's just delightful. Just remember to go ahead and put
0: those leaves in your plant beds.
2: (laughs) I was going (laughs) to ask you Pile them up, (laughs) use
0: them as mulch. Absolutely. Leaves are so wonderful as a mulch. And they're also a great habitat for overwintering insects and critters Mm. and things that we need to provide habitat for. And then as the
1: weather warms up. Up in a natural cycle that just goes ahead and
0: gives up the food. It breaks mm-hmm. down and yeah. becomes wonderful mulch for the plants and trees. So if you are raking, absolutely, I understand people don't want leaves falling in their lawns or there's places where they don't want a lot of leaves. But try and rake them up and put them in a pile somewhere where it can just sit there undisturbed. Or mulch
1: at the back of your borders, mm-hmm. or mulch in between ornamental grasses or trees. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Take a cue from the
1: natural world. I love how we just jump in there I with know, the really, leaf like, mulching. <laughs> <laughs> Don't throw those
0: leaves away. But so uh, that that kind of uh, keeps you in mind of like we, we were talking about other gifts for gardeners. Um, a good rake. Good tools. Yeah. Good tools. Um telescoping are... rakes.
1: I am totally into those So those are ones rakes. that can
0: go from I have one of those that yes. like they can compact to and a I shorter thought it was rake so and then silly at first. You and never then, have and... to
2: leave your front porch, you can just kinda <laughs> yeah. rake. From Not up quite there. like
0: that. No, But, but it... they can go from a short rake, which was kinda handy when you're in small spaces, and mm-hmm. then the and then the handle can extend and the rake opens. Mm-hmm. Up, oh, wow. which is um yeah, I just love those rakes. Yeah, those are super handy. And sometimes maybe not something you think to buy for yourself, but if someone gives it to you, it's like, oh, hey. That's, unless it's being given to you as a gift of like, I wish you'd rake the lawn more. <laughs> in which case, maybe that's not the gift that you want. But, you know, think about, is it is it a tool that someone might want? You know, it's one of the practical things. Mm-hmm. Rakes. We were talking about our favorite gardening tool. And favorite probably... gardening tool. I know, and it's funny because I, when I came in and I was telling Jan Mitchell, who's on the desk this morning, like, what would you, you know, like, we're talking about gifts for the garden. She's like, well, Hori hori for sure, and a hori hori is also you would call it a weeding knife, Uh Um, and it is I think probably the tool that I use almost the most. It's a um, I think originally Japanese in design. It is. It's like a little handheld weeding knife. It's got a pointed tip. It's got a serrated one side is kind of serrated. Um, the one I have is super cool. It's got inches marked on it, so you can tell, like, planting depth, but a lot of them don't come like Invest
1: that. Invest in a scabbard for this hori if yep, you get like,
0: one. Like something that you can um, wear around your waist and tuck it in so you don't set it down and then forget where it is and find it a year later when you're turning over your compost Did pile. Do you
1: know that the word hori in Japanese means to dig?
0: Ooh, so it's dig, dig. It's dig, dig. It's a dig, dig. It's a dig, it's dig. A dig, dig. Okay, well, there yeah. you go. And that is, I think, if your gardener does not have a Hori Hori, it is a brilliant gift. And there's
1: a range of them. You can buy um, a plastic-handled Hori at, can we name businesses, local businesses? Well, a local garden center. Yes, and if they don't a carry local it, they garden center. Um, I see that yours is Italian, and yours came from Jane leonard which is a great online resource it is
0: uh, someone gave that to me so i didn't um buy that one i've i've had there's, there's ones that have beautiful wooden handles yeah but i've learned now if i have a wooden handled one to wrap a big piece of red um gaffer's tape around them. it you lose them so yeah. i have you have to see it so also the different weights but these mm-hmm. these are um they're super handy tools super handy. i think as a as a if again if your gardener does not have one of those that's a great one um, a tool belt. Multi-use tool. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And yeah. I wanted to say, too, when we were talking about books earlier – um, in the spirit of like giving and and local and investing in our local communities, I was thinking um, about this. Too. You local know, like bookstores. W- Go to your local bookstore, and yeah. if they ha- don't we... carry the books that you're looking for, they love to order. They can them for order you. it for you. Keep your money local. Invest in our small local businesses. I feel like all the ways that we we like nurture and plant these seeds throughout our community, um, they help these these other businesses blossom and grow. And then those people who own those businesses buy from another business. They donate to Coast Community Radio. Coast Community Radio hosts an event mm-hmm. they, we all go around they mm-hmm. share news We, we it's mm-hmm. just like it's it's this cycle it's the closed
1: circle we're closing Absolutely. the circle
0: <laughs> keeping the resources here yeah, but yeah. It's, it's definitely one of those like local investment things that I feel like I feel really strongly about this because to me I know I'm so grateful when people you know spend their money locally purchase from local farms um, keep their, their food money local mm-hmm. as, a, as a local farmer that means so much to me
1: and the interaction that you're going to have going to Mm -hmm. one of our local bookstores and saying, oh, I'm looking for this book. And oh, you Mm -hmm. don't have it. It's on this press. Can you order it for me? That interaction is so valuable. Mm -hmm. Um, Also for the bookshop. Yep. I, I've had a number of times where I've ordered even the tilth guide, mm-hmm. and suddenly that bookshop is carrying that. Yeah. And and then we have that as a resource for the rest of the community, Absolutely.
0: Too. I want to put a, a brief plug in here, too, um, just as a local farmer. Um, and I think sometimes, you know, we, we're often people like to make gifts this time of year and sometimes bake things and i would like say seek out seek out local farmers seek out places where maybe they're still selling produce some of mm-hmm. them are still doing pop-up shops there's um, a lot
1: of local bazaars and, you that know, are like, happening like with maybe
0: you can like get a get a winter squash or some other things from a local farm bake some cookies with it and and give those to to friends and or make a
1: gift basket absolutely with it just go ahead and gift some produce yeah, maybe
0: some garlic jam or, different or something yeah i mean things like that i feel like those are things where you're also giving a gift to your local farmer at a time of year when maybe they don't have a lot of cash flow this time of year because yeah. things start to die down you're again investing in in a local producer and i think that that can really mean a lot to them and um you know, I think another thing we were talking about is like for a gardener or I would say if you have a farmer in your world, like find out what's a, a maybe a seed company that they like to mm. buy from and give them a gift certificate to that seed company. Yeah. You know, maybe, you, you maybe can be or- subtle about it. Exactly. You can be like, hey, you know, where do you like to order your seeds from? And they'll probably give you a whole long list of different companies they like to order from. Get them a catalog. Give them a gift yeah, certificate. Yeah, pop a little
1: gift certificate into that catalog. Yeah.
0: I think most gardeners I know would like to buy their own plants they or would. seeds. Plus, that's the gift that just
1: keeps giving. Absolutely. During these hard, <laughs> rainy days to come. Absolutely. You can sit around with that seed oh, catalog. I know. And a cup of tea. Oh, God, I can feel it right now. <laughs> it's coming. And come just in. make the list that's like six times as long as what you can really order. But it's and then my edit f- down absolutely. later. <laughs> I know.
0: Graham, you yeah, were just handed you another got? thing. Tell, yeah. us, tell us what you got.
2: Well, if you're just joining us, you're listening to In Season on Coast Community Radio, and we're doing a one-day pledge drive on Giving Tuesday, which is a global day celebrating generosity. And so uh, we had an anonymous call from Astoria, but this person listens all day.
0: Oh, so, thank, cool thank you, anonymous. <laughs> thank you, anonymous. Thank you for listening all it's, day. It is wonderful to have that. I know a lot of times when I'm... Uh, Seeding things in the winter in the greenhouse. One of my favorite things to do is just to be in the greenhouse and seeding trays or transplanting plants into larger pots. And I love to have radio playing, music playing. Sometimes I'm listening to, to podcasts, but I discovered that like my iPod can stream radio. Yeah. And I was that was such a revelatory moment? I didn't think that it. I don't know why I don't know these things, but I learned this. And, because you're a farmer, and it and was so cool. And I was like, oh, I can tune in and listen. You know, to, to some of my, you know, like I have friends who have radio shows, and like the the Wednesday Folk. I love listening to that, or or Emily Geddes and that amazing music that she plays oh, in the afternoons. I love and Emily's shows. you know, there's just so many great shows on this radio, and they're like this soundtrack to the day. And then I love that they're like familiar voices. Or they're talking about local things, or highlighting local mm-hmm. events, and it you... gives
1: you that cozy feeling. Absolutely, like it's... you're part of something larger. Like your peoples are out there. Yeah,
0: and it's it's. I think it's a way like for our larger community, our region, to come together and be connected with one another. Um, I want to make a call out too to like I'm thinking about giving and, and places to source local things um, to our our listeners down in the Tillamook area. Food Roots has a great little store Mm -hmm. at their um, at their offices called Farm Table, and it's like in the front of their offices, and it's just stocked with local products from local farms, produce, um, value add products, you know, salt. Dried so you're herbs, all kinds of things. Or, um, or if you live home. in that area, that's a great way to go and get some local things. Maybe make a gift basket for someone you love. I and mean, that to me, I think would be super cool if you just make gift baskets for people that you love full of, Out of lo- local yeah. things. There's so many amazing artists, artisans, craftspeople people who are doing cool things, give certificates to, you know, wherever, or make a donation to a nonprofit like Coast Community Radio or another one in someone's honor and put that in there too and yeah. let them know that, you know, you like... You were
1: thinking of them when you Absolutely.
0: I mean, giving... I just, you're, you, you mentioned generosity, Graham, and like that this is a day to celebrate generosity. And I feel like that, you know, that is so... That's so important. And I feel like that's something that this this community that we live in really does well is that there is a tremendous generous spirit here. We look out for one another. We take care of one another. I
1: think Graham kept mentioning heart.
0: Yep. And, and
1: that is really what it comes back to here, mm-hmm. um, having that heart of
0: the community. And yeah. I,
1: I really think of KMUN as one of those leading yeah. entities that yeah. keeps us all together.
0: It's one of those threads that I think weaves through all these smaller communities all up and down the coast, across the river, inland. Each each little region has its own heart, its own community, its own neighborhoods and places, you know, Nacelle or Long Beach or Ocean Park or Manzanita. Tillamook, you know, Jewel, all of these places that within themselves have their own little community. But as something like Coast Community Radio can really thread them together and bring us together. And, you know, so when we and it's a challenge that we have sometimes when we're talking about gardening here, because each of those communities has its own little microclimate, its own little things that matter only to that region. And, um And I am gently reminded that one of the threads that brings us together is the telephone. And you can call (laughs) at 503-325-0010, and that would be a great way to connect here to the center of all of these threads that are going out into all of these communities. Or you can get
1: online and go
0: to coastradio.com.
1: Org yeah, and make absolutely. a
0: pledge <laughs> Another great <laughs> way to <laughs> donate Absolutely There's so many ways that you can connect on Giving Tuesday And I feel like just that spirit of generosity Absolutely This is an amazing thing that ties us together And um, I'm so grateful for this radio station I feel like it's really brought me You know the so other much. thing
1: you can always do is come up and visit Yeah, yeah. A- And I see when I walked in the door this morning Oh ooh, there's snacks
0: I know today. there's there's snacks and volunteers here waiting to take you and you can just bring in a fistful of cash and hand it to them and they'll probably take that too um or a check or whatever Um, giving I think the giving is what really matters it's it's that generosity of spirit and being connected and knowing that your gift I mean I feel like I kind of beat this analogy so hard whenever I'm doing uh, a pledge drive for for Coast Community Radio but you are sowing seeds. You're fertilizing. Yeah. You're amending the ground. You're adding compost. Your gifts, your financial support of this station, is is providing the opportunity for shows like ours to exist. For young people like Dylan. I mean, I think about Dylan, the type I, of mentorship the yeah, radio station is doing. It was so it's, it's so fun to to listen. I remember the first time he engineered for our show, and his voice was so kind of hesitant, and he was just kind of feeling his way. And now, man, he is smooth. He's got that radio. <laughs> (laughs) voice down. He's like, I want to say he's NPR bound, but I don't want him to be NPR bound. I I want him to stay here. But it's just, I mean, watching that confidence grow in a young person, that's the investment you're making too. You are nurturing all of these things here. You're nurturing these stories that we tell one another, ways that we connect one another together. Like, gardeners like to tell each other stories. We like to swap plants. We, we like, to like to share share cheese. seeds. Absolutely. And this is, like, your opportunity to amend the soil here at Coast Community
2: Radio. Beautifully put, Teresa. Teresa's yeah. like
1: a perfect. <sighs> professional with
2: these so if you're if you're ready to amend the soil give us a call amend that uh, soil <laughs> bruce bruce and susan are ready to take your call 503-325-0010 this is in season with your hosts Teresa and jessica now since since i'm engineering today which is a rare thing um, can I be selfish and ask you, you a question totally. about
0: my Please my do. lack of
2: a garden? Yeah, <laughs> so I we, see we your have, garden. We have a little square of what was grass, but eventually became mostly dandelions. Uh huh. And I tried to dig those things out, and the dandelions? Yeah. Um, what well,
1: well, you know? They do are you have a hori hori? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't have a hori hori, and I haven't used them as medicine yet. Um, but like, I want to do a little vegetable garden, uh-huh. and so my first question is is you know, is the best thing to do to sheet mulch or should I just dump a bunch of new good soil on there or should I do boxes and do raised beds? Like, All or, of
0: those are viable what's options. What's your base soil like? Is it pretty clay? Is it, do you know, have you tried digging in it?
2: I mean, I dug the grass and dandelions up. I just kind of turned them over and then, and it's just kind of brown, I don't know. <laughs>
1: If you if you take some of your soil and you put it in your hand,
2: it's on the and you dry kind of, side,
1: and you kind of squish it together. Is it falling apart or just sticking? Again? Oh, it's falling
2: apart, and uh, well, that's and good. There was a bunch of like bark kind of stuff oh. put down, so and maybe I know, they I know used a lot of bad, bark, right? Well,
1: well, it's well not, not necessarily. If it's broken
0: down, okay, there's nothing wrong with you, that. You might want to go up. You yeah. might want to like mulch it's better upward. for your back too, right? It's way better for your back if you if you can contrive a little raised bed.
1: And it doesn't have to be an actual, like, a box around the brace bed. You can just build your soil up and do a mound bed. Um, And that would have been my, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: without asking any questions, that would be my first suggestion. When you're saying, I would like to get deep-rooted, tap-root, what I consider a weed, out, um, mulching is going to make it so that you can get those things out. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, so that they just come out easy, like butter, the soil's just dripping off of the roots.
2: So mulch over winter, weed, Mm -hmm. early spring. Yeah. Put, or, a some yeah. or a cover crop. You, yeah. Or a
1: cover crop early spring. You
0: could do like a I mean, I I've been doing this where I have really pernicious weeds is do like a cardboard barrier first. Yeah. Like take all the tape uh-huh. off of the cardboard yeah. and lay down a sheet of cardboard and that just acts as kind of like the cardboard will break down, but it does act as kind of like a little more physical barrier before it breaks down yeah. so the plants can't quite you a jump poke start. up through. And then mound your your mulch and your amendments and stuff on top of that. And then you can plant into that and eventually the cardboard will break down, but that thick layer i've learned a lot from jessica about the deep mulch the deep deep mulching and it really has helped it's been it's been pretty miraculous for us yeah i think a miracle is what what my yard needs (laughs) because i planted
2: a few kale plants from starts Uh, that you guys give or you know sell at the yeah local grocery store grocery outlet (laughs) store not outlet no not grocery outlet outlet. No. No. And uh, and you know they did. It's okay. one of our underwriters, Astoria Co-op Grocery. It is. Thank That's you. <laughs> so my kale kind of did okay, but then like there was kind of some mold and like a bunch of little bugs on one. And, you need to you know, just work just, on the soil.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's work okay. on the soil first. Okay.
2: Yeah. And then yeah. another quick one uh-huh. is we have. I inherited two blue blue blueberry plants, and uh-huh. they're just kind of out of control. Do you prune them or do you just kind of let them do their thing or? You can do both, but
1: You can do both, but pruning out some of the older canes, okay. looking at the shape of the bush, looking in, you can see the older canes by the color of the bark. Mm-hmm. Um
0: the newer wood has more of a red yes. color to it.
1: Yeah. And and pruning out older canes for a little bit of light and airflow. And
2: um, so is that yeah. a is that a fall thing or a spring thing?
0: You can do it anytime. time. Oh. Yeah. You're okay. I was always told to like each year to prune out the two oldest Canes. Yeah, Same canes as Roses. Well. Mm-hmm. So, okay. And and don't um, they like an acidic soil blueberries so don't like lime them
1: and they really like a, mul- a heavier mulch of some sort okay. um, mm-hmm. like alder chip or something like that or alder that. sawdust alder sawdust there you go
0: mm-hmm. yeah well thanks for answering my question i wish you a more productive <laughs> you guys should garden take next next year. calls during your oh, show i talk about that <laughs> all a the time show. i think i remember when it. the
1: garden show used to be a call-in show and i was thinking you know maybe you should do that maybe once a month we can so be call fun and like kind of throw it out there beforehand that it's going to be that. Okay.
2: Well, it's Giving Tuesday and that's the end of in-season today. (sighs) Thank Thank you so much. much. Thank
1: you. Have a
0: good day. Be generous. Keep giving.